Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, last night I was having a conversation with somebody and they were talking about how this person in their 70s was talking about a missed opportunity they had when they were a teenager slash in their 20s. And I stopped the conversation and I just said, that is so sad. That is so sad. He's still talking about that opportunity that he had all those years ago. And this conversation sent us into a, a very interesting concept. We were talking through regret and we and I'm getting ready to go to a reunion soon and I'm looking forward to that. But as I have geared myself up to go into that, I've thought about how so many people compare themselves with other people. They compare themselves with the ideal version of what they thought they'd be or where they thought they'd be at at a certain place. And it's so disheartening and it's disheartening for everybody. And I don't know of one person that is where they thought they'd be because life comes up and other people make choices that are out of our own control. And so many things send us into a completely different atmosphere than where we were thinking we would be at a certain time. But this is my theory on it. I actually think that if you keep your heart right and you work really hard, all of that could end up being used for your good. I think life is our best teacher and there are amazing lessons to learn through every struggle. And the amazing thing about life is you're not supposed to be somewhere until you're prepared to be there. And it's really hard to get prepared to be in another season until you've gotten knocked around a lot in the season before. And I know that sounds weird, but it's really true. I think of some of my greatest accomplishments, I was kind of like, cool, that's awesome. I, I loved it. Like it didn't feel as like grand and magnificent as I thought it would when I would dream about it. And I think the reason is because anything that you gain takes so much hardship and it takes so much army crawling and it takes so much, um, I guess, pain. I don't know. It's hard to get to where you want to be and to accomplish things. And I feel like once you get there, it's never the ideal version of what you thought it would feel like. And there's the whole grass is greener thing. This is another conversation I had this week with another friend who was just talking about the whole grass is greener where longing, like it, they're in a marriage and they're longingly looking at being single. And it was actually, the, <laughs> this is funny. Today I was on the phone with somebody and we were talking about, I was explaining to them, you know, I hate eating the same food over and over and over again. There are people that can do that. I'm not wired like that. It's hard when you're single and you're making food for one, because I feel like I make too big of portions and then I have to eat the same thing like five times. And then they said, it's so good to hear you say that because I feel like as a mom, my kids want me to make other things. And I just keep thinking, I wish I was single because then I could just make exactly what I wanted to make for my food. And I wouldn't have to think of all these other people to feed. And it was just so interesting hearing their perspective. And they were like blown away hearing my perspective. And I think we all just look at other things and think they're different than they are. And I just don't want any of us to waste one more second in regret, in worry, in doubt, in fear, in feeling like, what if I wish I would have 
those those feelings of longingly looking back are so unhealthy. It is so unhealthy. The toxic thinking that happens in your body, it's going on in your brain and then it's literally going all through your body. That toxic energy and those chemicals, it is just it doesn't yield any good fruit. Unless you just take in and go, never again am I going to think like this and I'm going to be motivated to change it from here on out. Because Otherwise, you're just spending all this time churning and burning and yearning for things that you don't have and that really ultimately, once you get them, I don't even know that they'd bring you satisfaction. I was watching a special, um, a crime special, which I try to be careful about what crime kind of shows I watch because I've dealt with some fear, but I'm very, for whatever reason, I'm very fascinated by them. And so I was watching one in particular that I heard was just really good journalism and good storytelling. And I was watching it and he said, I literally have had all the money I could ever want my whole life and I've never been happy or satisfied. And I've heard that over and over and over again. And it's so funny when, you know, I'm struggling or when other people are struggling, it's like we think, well, if I had that, then that would solve my problem. If I had whatever it is that you don't have. But you know what the truth is? Whatever season you're in brings its own collection of problems. Whatever season you're in, if it's single, if it's married, if it's married with kids, if it's single with kids, if it's whatever configuration of what you're in, it brings its own set of issues. And instead of like looking for other people thinking that would be out, I would get out of this if I were in that, you would. But then you would get into their problems. You'd get into a whole nother hemisphere of struggle. And I just think that that whole internal rest and peace of this is where I'm at and I'm going to enjoy it. I don't mean settling. I just mean being peaceful on the inside wherever we're at because most of the time we're just on our way somewhere anyway. You never arrive. You never land at a place and stay. It's like we work, we work, we work, we get to a place and then it's like this feels a lot different than I thought it would. (laughs) And like the whole concept of success is defined by whatever you see as success. Like we were just having a conversation about this at work the other day. Somebody was expressing frustration because somebody else is really technical in this one area and they've uh, worked really hard to make everything so technical and it's stripped it of all of its art and its love and its warmth. And I said, but that is their goal. They think if if it's technically sound, then we've gotten a 10 and the other person, their their goal is the heart of it and the warmth and the joy and everything, the feeling surrounding it. And their 10 would definitely be the feeling that it all produces, which is hard to define because, you know, that number is hard to reach in each person's heart. Feelings, you know, are relative. But the technical side is easier to measure. But it's just very interesting because different people have different wins. So, They're like, we're doing great in this area. And somebody else is like, I thought it was horrible. And it's because they have a different way to judge if that was a win or not. And with my life, there were things when I was younger that I expected to have done already, or there were places I already expected to be already. But years ago, I determined what is success for me. Success for me is 
pouring my life into other people and watching them grow. Success for me is being able to create content that motivates and inspires people. Success for me is being able to produce uh, money with my art and actually be a real artist. That's success for me. And I started changing my terms of what success means. And then all of a sudden I started feeling really successful because I saw somebody connect with an idea and they're like, my boyfriend is toxic and I feel like abused and we're going to break up. And I'd go, thank you. Get out of a weird abusive relationship. To me, that's success. I would go, I'm so grateful that you connected with that idea. And instead of me feeling like I thought I would be at this level. And honestly, I've had a lot of opportunities. I've had book deals offered to me and shows and different things. But as they came to me, they didn't feel right so far. It hasn't felt right. So I just think that success is measured in terms by what you're really wanting to accomplish, not what you want to appear to accomplish. And so I just want to encourage you. Now, listen, if you feel waylaid, like your whole world has been completely discombobulated and shift, you've shifted into a different place than where you really want to be genuinely, then there's a way to like pick up the pieces, reevaluate and start making an action plan tomorrow and start taking meaningful steps towards your goals and your tasks like immediately. And that's a different thing. And I do that constantly. Am I living my daily life to accomplish my long term goals? And if the answer is no, then I reach out and get help. I have people I talk to. I have people that help me. I have coaches. I have guides. I have other entrepreneurs. I have all kinds of voices that I constantly go to and reach out and I ask them. Now, I I am not in a position anymore where I can take a lot of those calls. Like I, I for years, I was in a place where I was coaching people one-on-one. Now I, I coach my immediate team one-on-one and, and that's it. Like I really don't have a lot of extra room. And that was a really hard decision. The people pleasing side of me wants to throw up even talking about that because I love saving the day. I love being available for everybody. But I realized if I really want to live the life that matters and impacts the people that I truly feel born and destined to impact, then I have to say no to all of the peripheral white noise in my life, all the side stuff that is constantly pulling my energy. I mean, I could cry about this. This is one of the deepest, darkest daily struggles of my life because I love everybody. I want to want to be there for people. I want to contribute whatever I have. Not that I have everything, but anything I have, I want to give. But man, how will I ever go to the places I'm supposed to be if I'm in things I'm not really allowed to be in? And so it's life, do-gooding just keeps you in a big circle. And so I've really been laboring to evaluate and say, okay, this is not really getting me to the ultimate places where I know I'm supposed to be. So I've, I've mentioned the book, The Slight Edge to you before. I feel like that was such a game changer for me, just about the daily consistent diligence that leads to great levels of breakthrough and advantage. And I really f- believe in that. But I get it. I get knocked around just like you do, just like everybody else does. And I have to stand up and like nurse my wounds and keep moving forward. And I don't. I try not to talk about it much. I try not to stay there long, but I just keep getting up. Like I'm getting knocked around all the time over here, guys, just like you. Life happens. Other people around you make decisions that impact you and you still have to go on and move forward. And I think that's the difference. And I just don't want 
to see anybody that I love or care about feel like they have to project an image of where they wanted to be or that they're super happy or doing great. It's just so sad. And a lot of it's young man's disease, but sometimes it's old man's disease and you're 70 and talking about the thing that you could have been at 16 and it's really sad. And so I just want to encourage you, not one more day are we going to regret or wallow or look back. Don't even look back for each other. I have people that are like, man, I wish you would have done this or I wish you would have <laughs> followed through with that or married that person or done this. I'm like, okay, for the record, I am so glad I haven't married anybody that's come along. A lot of them are wonderful people and are married to great people they're supposed to be married to. Uh, also, I still haven't been ready to get married and I'm excited if that happens at the right time, then great. But I'd rather be single than married to the wrong person. And in the meantime, the, the show must go on. I'm going to continue to go forward with the things that are on my life. And I am loving this season. I love this season so much that I hope I enjoy the next season as much as I love this season if that season happens. And I'm totally open for it to happen or not to happen. But I'm not longing and aching and looking everywhere. I'm just moving forward with my life. And I think that's shocking for some people. But your happiness is not in another person. I know that for a fact. I'm not waiting on someone else. And anytime I'm dating somebody, there's so much pressure to be this weird puzzle that you've been missing your whole life or whatever. And no one can live under that level of responsibility and pressure. It's so weird. So I just want to encourage you, wherever you're at, whatever you've got going, rock your season. Enjoy where you are because there's always... So there are always weird idiosyncrasies in every season that we don't really talk about. And I've been Marco Poloing one of my friends uh, every day for a few months now. And we've been really close for over 20 years, but we've been seeing each other's lives in a new way because of this tool. If you don't know what it is, it's basically like she describes it as like a walkie talkie, like a video walkie talkie. It's sort of like FaceTime, but you can record your message and then just send it. And the other person can, it's, it's hard to explain. I don't know why we do it more than FaceTime, but we just love it. Anyway, I've understood her life uh, in a lot different and, and more of a, I don't want to say vulnerable perspective because she's always let me in, but we both, I think, just see each other's day a lot more clearly. And it's like going to gymnastics, going to football, you know, bringing her kids here she has two like windows in her day of time that she can do things on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So she gets her workout in and just learning her life as a mother is completely different than my life. I'm out at rehearsal till 11 at night or our worlds are just in two different seasons. And I see the awesome parts of hers and I see the really hard parts of hers and vice versa. She's in on mine too. Like, and I think that's important for people to see each other's season for what they really are instead of an idealized, filtered internet version of it where it's all projected and and we all look amazing in our bikinis. You know, it's like, hold on a second. Let's really stop and tell each other the truth of what it's really like. There's sand in my swimsuit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like life does, isn't always what you, what it appears to be. There's stuff going on in every 
phase. And it's just really interesting. I know we know this. I know this, but there's a part of you that idealizes things and don't even idealize yourself where I thought I would be here. Okay. Forget it. That is a recipe for depression. If you want to be depressed, analyze and evaluate yourself on where you thought you would be, what you thought you should have accomplished and what everyone else your age and around you is doing. That is the perfect way for you to completely stay in bed for the rest of your life. So I just want to encourage you to stop and go, you know what? I'm going to celebrate the good things. And you know what else really helps me? To do things for other people, to get outside of myself and go, you know what? This is bad, but at least, at least my arms are working. Like I have a hard, this is, there's hard stuff going on right now, but there, it could be worse. And I'm really thankful for this. And I, I just want to encourage you on that. I really feel so strongly about this, that if you compare yourself to other people, or if you compare yourself to where you thought you'd be. It's just too freaking sad. Nobody has time for that. Okay, thanks for tuning in and I'll be back to talk more soon.